Hey Jesper. Hey John. So uh, I don't know if you're a big gamer. Are you? Do you play games? Um, I actually for only the second time in my whole life I'm without a console. So I guess that Ooh. says normally yes I'm 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 in the PlayStation camp. But yes, I am a gamer. The reason I don't have one right now is because I play so much on my iPad instead. So yeah, ah, I'm a gamer, yeah. casual gamer. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yes. I was just about to ask. So since you know, I studied video game design and I'm fascinated by gaming as a, as an industry, as a concept, as an art form, and especially as, as a format for design. But I struggled to find the time to do any sort of gaming. I've had consoles on and off, but I've never really played them. I've, I've dabbled with iPhone gaming and, and iPad gaming, but uh, the only thing that's really caught on for me uh, was the Nintendo Switch. You know, that's the one I haven't played so much. Well, what was it that sort of attracted you to that? What was it that, or what was it that made the Switch get its hooks into you? Oddly enough, it was the same thing that I expected the iPhone to have, but that it didn't really have. So, what I was really looking for, and was what I was really hoping for, was a handheld game that I could play for fun, casually, whatever I wanted to. And the Switch isn't really that, to be honest, because the Switch really has uh, larger, more uh, more like console-like gaming experiences. It was just something about having a dedicated device that really helped me get into the mood of, oh, I'm not, I'm not doom-scrolling Twitter right now, I'm actually playing a little game. And that really significantly switched it out for me. It became a completely different experience. And I can't really put my finger on why. So do you use the Switch also hooked up to a larger screen, like your quote-unquote TV? <laughs> I have actually connected my Switch to a TV. Uh, I found it okay. It was a nice experience. The Switch, um, the Switch screen isn't that great when you're used to an iPad. So it kind of helped a little bit with that, but not a lot, to be honest. So you playing on an iPad, have you been interested in any of the new or of the fringier sort of handheld devices? Yeah, I, I so this was, when was this? Three years ago, maybe? Uh, the Playdate popped Ooh, up, you know, the, with a little yes. crank from Transmit and uh, Teenage Engineering. And yeah, I, I wasn't exactly willing to bet my life on them shipping on time. But I mean, come on, it's like almost three years this is one of the problems with all of these fringe devices, because it is a fringe device and there's not necessarily anything wrong with it. They always turn up late and underperform because it's friggin' hard to do hardware. And when a software shop, yes, they did this together with Teenage Engineering, who are amazing at, at, at physical products. When you go into this, when you're going to ship something like that, you're moving into a completely different world. And it's almost like traditional designers going into digital design is like, oh, how hard can it be? It's really hard. And I think a delay of three years and sort of pretending that, oh, you know, this just happened and, oh, it's someone else's fault. We don't have enough chips, whatever. That is actually what building hardware is like all the time. I'm often interested in, in the fringe devices, but I'm also very often very disappointed because the people behind them don't know what it takes to ship hardware. Hardware is way more complicated than, than most people believe. And when I say most people, I include myself because I have not, I have not developed hardware and I just expect it to be incredibly difficult compared to shipping software. I, I think we sort of expect other fields to be easy because we don't understand them enough. It's the classic Dunning-Kruger effect, right? We, we <laughs> can't 
have any real insight into the problems of doing any sort of specific work until we do that specific work. I also love the fact that you brought up teenage engineering because they're an excellent example of just how long it takes to become good at hardware. Because mm. the first few products they made were beautiful, innovative, and they were really bad quality and took <laughs> forever to be delivered. Today, they don't have those problems. And I think it's okay to have that. It's the building expectation in some instances. I'm not referring to Kickstarter, even though I am. Taking people's money and essentially not having a freaking idea what you're doing. Uh, that's just this honest, stupid, uh, I really have no time for those types of businesses. But I love that's it when they ship. I love it when something new and weird comes out on the market. I mean, the crank on the on the play date, I, I was mm. so obsessed with that crank when I when I read about it. There was a number of years ago, I can't even remember the name of the device. They had um, they had amazing support from game developers and they were releasing all this almost sort of square little handheld thingamajig. And I was so excited about the fact that it didn't have a case. It was one of those, you always need to have it out. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be visible. That really attracted me to it because, huh. I mean, everyone else sells a case because it's it's sort of free money. It's at least very cheap money to sell that mm -hmm. type of uh, uh, that type of uh, accessory. But here it wasn't. It was like a, a, a different idea of, of, of the, literally the physical space and the meaning that was going to be occupied by this when you were using it. Love it, but it, they didn't last. And I, I do hope that the Playdate does find its audience and that it is lucrative enough to maintain because some of the games for it that I've, I've, I've only read about them, I haven't played them. Stunning, absolutely brilliant. Uh, indie game developers are sort of the unsung heroes of our time. There's so much there that uh, we all can learn from, uh, and especially when you go into a device like the Playdate that has very limited technical specs. I, lo I love that perspective on it as well, because I think the explosion of creativity that seems to be happening around the Playdate uh, game ecosystem is partly because because they just created really simple tools to use to make games on it. So people are exploring this opportunity to just be creative and, and do a bunch of silly stuff and see what works. And I, there, there is already a gaming community on the Playdate, but they're all using the emulator, mm. which to me, like I'm waiting for the device. I, wanna, I want the full experience. But I'm also really excited about getting my hands on the SDK and just trying to build a game. It's been five plus years since the last time I designed a game or even a game mechanic. So I would love to get into that. And I, I yeah, it's fascinating. I, I wish there was more space for this. And I do wish there was even more creativity in hardware. Because what we're really complaining about now is the fact that creating hardware is difficult because this isn't really done locally anymore. Like it's very easy to build an MVP or not easy, but it's easier to build an MVP than it is to ship a, a production line of the hardware. It is indeed. It is indeed. And you really need to understand tooling, for example. What are the actual machines that will create these parts? How does it fit into the other production that these factories, the work that they do? Well, what is the sort of the reset time? How is that going to affect your costs, et cetera, et cetera? I don't, I'm probably not using the correct terms in all of this because I simply don't know enough about it. But I do know that it is very often overlooked as a how hard can it be? <laughs> yeah. To switch I'm, I'm, this out to a completely different device then, recently, another larger company that has more experience shipping hardware, Valve, 
they released their first or their like third maybe uh, handheld gaming device. It's called the Steam Deck, and mm. it is probably the polar opposite of the Playdate. It is handheld in theory. It's uh, close to nuclear powered. It is uh, there's no innovation whatsoever going on. It is just trying to create like a portable Xbox with all of the thrills and controls you could possibly think of. Does that excite you? What excites me about it is that it approaches handheld gaming as simply gaming on a different device. Because I'm not sure that the whole idea of handheld gaming is correct anymore. If, for example, if you're in the Apple ecosystem and you have, what's their game? Uh, Arcade. If you subscribe to that and if you play those games on a quote-unquote TV or you also do it on your phone, um, is it then handheld gaming? When you're not using it on the phone, it's exactly the same game. And it's kind of the same thing with, with Steam. It's it's almost trying to, uh, I mean, in a positive way, it's almost trying in a way to do away with its own definition of where mm. a game should be played by giving you access to games that don't necessarily sit between your wrists. And I, yeah. I do like that aspect, the sort of the, the challenging of what gaming slash handheld slash not handheld gaming is is all about there is a really complicated piece of design going on here because um, a game is basically a series of arbitrary rules that you perform uh within and the experience of the game is fully internal like it is all what's going on in your head it's not mm. about anything else it doesn't matter where the sounds come from it doesn't matter if they're like rea- realistic or non-realistic or, or artsy or you know high bit low bit all of that is just there to project this idea into your mind but that also means that how you interface with a game is literally a part of the game. So how big the screen is, what the controller is like, that's a really big part of your qualia, your internal perception of the experience of playing this game. So with with Apple Arcade, for instance, the, the idea that you can switch from an iPhone to an iPad to an Apple TV without that affecting the game, like pretending that that's the same game, for me, that's a bizarre bizarre piece of of uh design to try to work on i'm i gotta say i'm more interested in the handheld device and the handheld uh, games or game platforms because they are they are accessible in a way that consoles never were when you had to have a huge tv you had to sit in front of it and they were connected cables it was very limited and very expensive but when you have a tiny bit of plastic that you hook onto your iphone or something similar it becomes something different it's accessible to everyone and it could be a little explosion of creativity and i think we saw that with the launch of the app store there was a bunch of games and some of them were very innovative and creative and fun most of them were just copycats and crap but that's true for all new areas and platforms right so i'm really excited to see where where hardware can go if the playdate becomes a success because the steam deck i think that's just that's just moving a triple a title from from this giant console into your lap and hoping that you won't notice and i don't think that will make a huge ripple effect on on creativity but mm. maybe the play date will let's hope so i have my fingers very very firmly crossed and i know that you've ordered yours it hasn't yep. arrived i hope it does very soon because it'll be kind of fun to uh, hear your first thoughts on it when you do pick it up i have a recommendation about 
a magazine. It's called Wireframe. Their strapline is lifting the lid on the video games. It's a really, really good magazine that focuses quite a lot on the uh, independent game developer scene. Everything from sort of behind the scenes uh, to technical advice, etc. Really, really good. Called Wireframe. It's published, I think, in the UK. It's available via Readly, for example. And um, I think it's available on paper as well. Come to think of it. I'm not sure it is. I hope it is. I hope it is. Jesper, that was 10 minutes on handheld gaming. Very interesting stuff. And thank you so much for the recommendation. I'm definitely picking up an issue of Wireframe to try that out. Superb. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.